Hey guys, it's Lauren Yates here, celebrity interviewer, entertainment reporter, and the host of this podcast, Rave It Up, celebrity news, reviews, and interviews. If this is the first time you're listening, go check out our show's trailer on Apple Podcasts or Spotify to learn more about us. And make sure to follow us on social media to tell us what else you would like to hear from this podcast. We are under Rave It Up TV on Instagram, Rave It Up Show on Facebook, and our website is raveituptv.com. Now today, we have a chat to singer Lara Knackley, who you may remember from The Voice Australia in 2017. We talked to her about her experience on The Voice, about her debut original singles, what a day in the life of being blind is like, the advancement of technology for the blind, how she deals with any of her down days, and of course we had to talk about her adorable dog Maxwell, and also starting my Latin dance classes. There is so much to cover today, so let's get into it now. Before we get into today's interview, we would like to give a shout out to our Patreons, Irene, Bev and Michael. If you haven't heard of Patreon before, it is a great way to support us and keep us running and improving. You pick a membership tier that suits you and your budget per month, and in return for supporting us, we'll give you behind the scenes content and free stuff. You don't have to give much either. You can be a part of our Patreons for as little as $4 a month. Just visit patreon.com forward slash rave it up. You can even donate through PayPal if you don't trust other sites. You can do so just through our email, raveituptv at gmail.com. If you have any questions, please do not hesitate to contact us. We appreciate anything you can do to support us. Now, let's get into this interview. Three, two, one. Let's do this. Raise it all. Hey guys, it's RJ May from Breaking Bad. It's Adam Stavani from Step Up. It's Keegan Allen from Pretty Little Liars. Hi, this is Arthur Butcher. It's Cosentino. It's Rob Mills. Todd McKenney with Lauren Yates on Rave It Up. We're raving it up. Rave it I'm up. having fun. Hashtag Lauren, rave it up. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Thank you, I like that effect. <laughs> We're raving it up. Hi. How are you going today? I'm good. How are you, Lauren? I'm fantastic. I've been like so excited for this for quite some time now to chat about your career. And I'm also very privileged to also be in her house today. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, that's okay. Thanks for coming. I'm really excited. It's a gorgeous house too. We've got a beautiful Christmas tree in front of us that the camera can't see, but maybe I'll take a photo of it <laughs> later. How long have you lived here for? Is... Um, I've lived here for about 12 years, I'm pretty 12 sure. 12 years, wow. Yeah, so since 2010. Has everything kind of been tailored for you in some way or um, you kind of just memorize where everything no, is? No, I just know where everything is pretty much. Like I learnt the layout of the house as soon as I moved here. Mm. Um, and yeah, like it's pretty much stayed exactly the same. Although um, we did have the house renovated a few years ago. Um, then you like, had to re-memorize it all? <laughs> no, no, just like some parts of it and we changed the um carpet to tiles and floorboards mm. but yeah just things like that oh yeah and we knocked a wall down as well <laughs> something small just knocked a wall down <laughs> <laughs> are you a messy or clean person as well this house is very clean oh i'm a very clean spotless. person although my room is a little bit messy that's all right but I won't my, go in there. my mum's a perfectionist <laughs> so that's why the yeah. house is so clean mum's always at work cleaning it <laughs> <laughs> well i'm also very touched and blessed to do an interview with you today because when I was doing my research on you I was like wow you you don't actually have that many interviews up online to be honest except for when you were just coming off the voice yeah 
so. I, I haven't actually gotten to do that many interviews. Like, like yeah, um, as you said, after The Voice and when I was on The Voice, I was asked to do a few um, for magazines, which was pretty exciting. Um, but other than that, I've mainly done interviews with Vision Australia mm. um, and some like other radio stations, but um, not really like mainstream ones that people listen to. So that's all right. Well, I'm honored yeah. to have you on the show today. Thanks. <laughs> when do you think your last one was? Many years ago? Uh, no, my last interview was actually um, earlier this year. I did something for SBS Arabic News. And then before. I did see that on your Facebook. <laughs> it was pretty cool. Even Although it wasn't, it wasn't in English. In English <laughs> I know. And then before that, it was. Um, an, I had an interview last year on Hope 103.2 about yeah. being the ambassador for the um, Nepean Disability Expo. Oh, cool. So that was actually, that was almost a year ago now. Wow. Yeah, time flies. It does. <laughs> it really does fly. It goes so fast. Well, I hope yeah. my interview out of all of them is probably most <laughs> casual and fun for you. Yeah, yeah. We even have a game a bit later on too, which oh, you don't yes. know is coming up. Okay, a really fun okay. question and answer game with a bit of a competitive element everyone loves because they want to get to the top of the leaderboard. <laughs> sort of like Top Gear. <laughs> okay, I'm looking forward to that. So since this is your first time on our show, Lara, we'd love to really get to know you better. And I, I guess the best way to do that is kind of start from the beginning of your whole music journey mm -hmm. to get a good idea of how you've made it to where you are today okay so you did discover your love for music at a very young age you've been starting you started playing piano at like two and then yeah. singing shortly after that's so young i so know were there any other careers that you actually wanted to pursue when you were younger or did you even have you know what we call like the plan b <laughs> um so when i was younger like i didn't really know what i wanted to do in fact I never thought that I would be like wanting to do music as a career. It was just more of a hobby, I guess. Mm -hmm. um, you know, like I grew up thinking I wanted to be like a school teacher or a vet or I don't know, at one stage I wanted to be a pilot. Oh, <laughs> um, yeah, like th there were just so many different things. Um, and but But like music was just one thing like one constant thing in my life mm. and I've always liked music but um I yeah I didn't exactly think that I would like grow up to be a singer although I really wanted to mm. I guess yeah don't we all but right? yeah like but... I've had so many hopes and dreams oh good yeah you never stop that as well I yeah think it's really good as we get older not to get rid of that you know mm. um for sure passion for just everything right yeah. passion yeah. for life and it's funny you mentioned pilot because you met my dad too. He's a pilot as well. So maybe next time you have a chat to him, he'd be able to, I don't know, feel that love of still planes and everything in you. Not that you'd probably want to still become one. Since no, you love all your this was when I was like five years old and I don't know, I must have like seen some sort of like motivational person that came to my school who was a pilot Probably. and they were like oh so yeah this is what it's like to be a pilot and then you know obviously when I grew up I thought no there's no way that I'll ever be able to fly a plane let alone drive a car <laughs> yes, <So. laughs> true. still good to to dream though and 
Were you homeschooled or did you actually go no, to no, a, no. I went school as well? I went to a normal school, yeah. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, I went to two different primary schools and I went to a high school. Well, I hear you were uh, unfortunately left out of a few things in school. So was I. <laughs> to totally relate to that, especially in high school. And singing always kind of helped you de-stress and feel a part of something. Is that kind of what made you fall in love with it? Um. Yeah, so when I was at school, I was kind of excluded from some particular activities that the teachers didn't really think I could do. For example, PDHPE. I remember there was this time when I was in year nine, I think. Um, everyone was doing Zumba and I really, really wanted to participate. But the teacher was like, no, you've got to sit down and do work. Oh. And I was just like but why like it doesn't take much just for the teacher to sort of explain how to do the moves yeah um but yeah so and like obviously when they played games like football or just anything that involved a ball mm. um they didn't really make accommodations for me to do those things. That's sad, isn't it? Yeah. They should be, you know, they should be accommodating for anybody and everybody. But, yeah, that's um, true. I um, hope you found it different in, you know, out of school now. <laughs> no, of course, of course. But like, I wasn't really a sporty kind of a person anyway. So. Yeah, neither was I. Like, <laughs> right now I love fitness, but yeah, in school I hated it. I was always trying to get mum to write me a note to get out of PE all the time. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and it's funny how times have changed. Oh, anyway. <laughs> Did you know we filmed this interview? Well, come on over to our YouTube channel, Rave It Up TV. You can subscribe for free. And here's a little secret. We like to reward our active subscribers with autographed photos and merchandise, no matter where you are in the world. So don't forget to give us a thumbs up while you're there and get busy sharing the videos with your friends. This show is brought to you by Vegas Nights, specialising in all of your party needs. They have photo booths, poker tables, and decorations for heaps of different party themes. Visit their website now at vegasnights.com.au or give them a call on 1300 135 394. Vegas Nights, you can't lose. And you've been actually performing around Sydney at talent shows and open mic nights, clubs, and charity fundraisers and competitions since you were yeah. five, is that correct? Um, That's really, really young. I guess so. So what happened was um, from year one to year two, I was in the Australian Girls Choir. Wow. So I mainly just performed with them. But after that, I started having like private singing lessons and piano lessons so like from when I was eight and a half because my mum sort of just thought maybe I should do solo singing and see how that goes hmm. because she saw that like when I was in choir I was always like one of the loudest yeah you got you got the talent <laughs> so you gotta Thanks. shine <laughs> you gotta shine yeah and then like after that my singing teacher had a concert every year that she wanted all her students to perform at. Um, and then like there were different talent shows and singing competitions that she wanted me to enter. And I guess like it all just kind of started from there really. Like wow. 
Yeah. But like five years old. I was just thinking about that. I can't even remember what I was doing at five, let alone <laughs> what, you, what you were doing. That's incredible. Do you ever feel like doing, doing that so young and starting a career off so young took away your childhood a little bit? Or are you actually really grateful that you got to start off so early? Well, honestly, I'm just grateful for all the experiences that I've had mm. since I was little. Like, as I said before, I didn't actually think that like singing from such a young age was going to turn into a career. Yeah. So for me, it was just fun because like when I was younger, I didn't even do that many co-curricular activities outside of school. So like it was just music mm. or oh, I did do swimming lessons for a while. Oh, cool. Like just during primary because like everyone had to. <laughs> um, and that was fun. Like I know how to swim, but just basic. Yeah. Um, Don't we all, unless, unless you're passionate about it and want to do more. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so it was always just music and singing and performing. My friends always did sport, so they didn't really get it. Um, but I'm just so grateful that my parents discovered from when I was younger that I had an interest in music and they decided to let me pursue that. Yeah. You've yeah. got a definitely a very big supportive family too. It's really nice to see. And yeah, I, I, I do. I'm an only child and I've got that really supportive family as well that are always mm. like, go chase those dreams. Those boring nine to five jobs will always be there. You might as well do what you love, right? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And it's never stopped you, you know, like a lot of people watching no. today probably remember you from The Voice in 2017 yeah. on yeah. Team Seal. Yeah. I really want to know because I've grown up with Seal. I love him, love his music. What was he like, especially off screen? <laughs> off screen. Um, so really, like I only got to actually have two mentoring sessions with Seal. Um, but like, honestly, it was amazing. In the first mentoring session, um, like, so basically for the knockout rounds, we were put into groups of three. And um, so each of us had to do a different song. Mm. Um, it was like one minute of a song. And like, yeah, I remember Seal was just like individually um, showing each person um, how we should be singing the song. Mm. So, like, at first I didn't know if I was going to be singing it or singing and playing at the same time. And so he heard me do both and he was just like, oh, you know, I think you should do both because you connect more when you're playing. Yeah. Um, and I thought... Okay, all right. And then after that, he actually did this really weird game where he got me to, um, like, so this is when I was just singing it. So um, I was standing up and singing the song, and he said, oh, you're, you're just not connecting with the lyrics enough, mm. and you don't seem to be, like, singing it with the right emotion that it needs. So he actually grabbed one hand, and then he, he actually called my mum up on stage. It was pretty embarrassing. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so he got mum to, like, grab me with my right hand and, like, push me backwards when, when like, 
the emotion wasn't there and he would push me with my left hand when he thought I was singing it with enough emotion. Oh, cool. And yeah, I didn't actually think that it helped, but by the end of that session, um, he said that I was singing it a lot better. Oh, good. So, I mean, it must have helped in some way. Is that still something you kind of take with you to this day when you sing a song? Um, yeah, like it is definitely something I think about, especially because like singing is very much based on um, connecting with what you're singing about mm. and the audience. So like it is something I, I do tend to think about quite a bit yeah. when I'm learning a song. You know, I, I think, you know, could I be singing that a bit differently? Could I be adding more to it somehow? And I actually record voice memos so that I can listen to it back. I don't like listening to my own voice. Nobody does. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I guess it helps me to know what I could improve on. Yeah, well, definitely you're amazing today. So Thanks. you must have, I mean, you're always amazing, but Thank it's always, you. always can improve here and there, can't we? There's just always human room beings. for improvement. Absolutely. Yeah. And I did just see on your social media too, you just finished your last exam at uni, right? I did. Congratulations. Is this like the Thank end you. now? Or is that just like the last one for the year? You still um, have more to go. So it's the last one for the year. Um, there were actually two exams for the whole degree, although the one last year was a bit strange because um, it was all video uploads. So basically last uh, semester two of last year, was completely online because of COVID. Hmm. Um, and the exam was supposed to be in person, but they ended up making it um, like online just as videos. So I had to upload 16 videos of me doing different tasks on guitar, piano, vocal. The exam I had this semester was um, pretty much the only like face-to-face -face one for the whole degree, but mm -hmm. I do have a whole more year, uh, a whole extra year to go for this degree It'll and I'll quickly. be done. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, you used to be at Macquarie Uni too for psychology, right? Yeah. And now you're at Western Sydney for studying creative, creative music, music therapy. therapy. Do you just love studying? Is that kind of why you've no. done two courses at two different you universities? Know, to be honest, I actually don't love studying. So what happened was I started doing my Bachelor of Arts Psychology um, like when I finished school so in 2016 that was my first year i just did it because i didn't really know what to study to be honest like i knew that i wanted to go to uni and study something but like i couldn't really see myself doing maths or science or engineering because like they're very visual kind of subjects mm. um and i've always had a passion for like helping other people and um, like talking with people as well and like trying to work out, you know, how, how best to kind of assist them. Mm, that's why you thought psychology. Yeah, that's why mm. I thought psychology. And then, so I finished that in 2019. It was a pretty challenging degree, but I got through it somehow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And 
then in 2020, I was just looking for work. I didn't really know like what exact job I wanted because with psych, it's it's like really varied. There's so many different jobs that you could get. Um, so I was applying for jobs, but then COVID happened. Oh, and I also got my guide dog Maxwell. Yes, at he's the so beginning cute. of the year. <laughs> um, so, like, I was doing training with him for about two months, and I I did actually get to the interview stage for some jobs that I applied for, but. Um, I didn't get any further than that because the thing is with psych jobs is that they always want people that have more experience. Yeah, that's the issue, isn't and it? And I didn't have that. How are you supposed to get experience without yeah. the job? Like, oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And like I only did one placement when I was actually doing my degree. Yeah. Um, so that wasn't really counted. And then creative music therapy was something that you Yeah, I've just I always guess, liked with. music. So I thought, you know, why don't I just study music therapy? Well, that's exactly so. what I thought. When I saw psychology, <laughs> I was like, really? That? Not, not music? <laughs> it, it seemed a, a little bit uh, out of your realm that I thought you'd be in. But it's like good to see you in psych. it now. Yeah, doing psych. Yeah, no, because I, I actually did think of studying music, but then I thought, like what can I actually do with just a music degree? Yeah. You know, like there isn't as much demand for that as there is for like social workers and um, like people in the psych kind of field. Yeah. So um, what's involved with the creative music therapy? What sort of job do you want at the end of it? Well, I'd like to be a registered music therapist. That's what ends up happening with most people that study this course didn't even know that was a thing that's really cool yeah yeah a lot of people don't actually know much about music therapy because um it's it's just not a very well-known kind of area mm. i guess but it is very beneficial for different clients that have various needs for example like kids with autism that are trying to develop their social skills and communication and mm. um like they might have issues with behavior and um being able to focus on one activity for a certain amount of time and like aged care clients can benefit from it as well so for them it's more to do with like um remembering things um like th there's different goals that that people have and like mental health is another big area in music therapy yeah yeah that's great so it's, it's still a job that you're really uh paying it forward too mm, when mm. you when you do get one for so sure good luck with the rest of the uh the one more year thank you nearly there <laughs> yes i was meant to be done this year but because i started working as well i decided to put a couple of the units on hold yeah yeah, yeah. good idea so, and you've got all the gigs that you know you people yes. look you for as well you need yeah. to make sure you got time for that Hey guys, it's RJ May from Breaking Bad. It's Adam Stavani from Step Up. Bryce Johnson from Pretty Little Liars. It's Rob Mills. Todd McKenney with Lauren Yates on Rave It Up. These celebrities are sharing a message of hope and inspiring the younger generation in our new book, Knowing What I Know Now. 
This is filled with 70 quotes from your favourite celebrities on what they would tell their 14-year-old selves. A book filled with amazing advice to help you chase your dreams or help you deal with bully or depression. It is available worldwide as a paperback, ebook, and audiobook version. Go to raveituptv.com to buy your copy now. Have you always wanted to learn how to dance? Always say you're going to do it, maybe even make it a New Year's resolution, but never do? Well, this is your time! Hills Latin Dancing teaches salsa, bachata, and merengue classes for all ages and fitness levels. No partner or previous dance experience is required. If you don't live in Sydney, that is okay too. We teach private lessons over Zoom for only $50. We also offer wedding dances and also a seated dance class for the elderly and those with mobility challenges. Come join us for some fun. Visit our website, hillslatindancing.com.au for more information and to book your class now. You did mention too when we first met that you work at Apple. I do work at Apple. That's really, really cool. When did you get so knowledgeable (laughs) about technology? Well, so I've always liked Apple devices since I got my first iPhone back in 2011. Um, it was a 4S and I pretty much just taught myself how to use it. Um, like I had never owned a touchscreen device before. So like I didn't have a Samsung or anything like that. And like I went from just having a Nokia phone for two years, which had buttons to having an iPhone (laughs) and like, I thought it would be impossible to use, but I pretty much sat down for about three hours and taught myself like how to use my phone with voiceover, which is the built-in screen reader. Yeah. So that, that's really cool how yeah. far technology's come now. Cause yeah, for sure. I was even watching your, um, uh, you did the uh, speech for your university about your, you know, day in the life of sort of in your, your day of life of music. Um, oh, and yes. you were talking about, even you did a, uh, talking about your whole life. And then I watched another video of you talking to your, um, old school as well. Oh, and wow. You, you've watched I everything. really have. Yes. I told you I did a bit of a story. Yes. <laughs> Part of my job. Um, but there's even like digital braille now. I didn't even know that was a thing till yeah. I saw that little video. Yeah. So that video that, that you saw, I think that was of me, um, demonstrating how yeah, to use to my braille note. Yeah. That was actually at my first primary school that I went to. Oh, that's beautiful. They asked me to come and do a speech a couple of years ago, which was pretty cool. Um, yeah, but the braille note basically is just like, um, I, I don't know. I guess I would say it's, it's like an iPad, but it, it's an Android tablet and like, you can pretty much do everything on it that you can do on a computer or a phone, except it has um, a, like a, a refreshable braille display. So That's really cool. you can like read um, whatever's in the document. It only shows a few words on each line and then you need to press a button to make it go to the next line. Ah, yeah. How often do you use that one? I, I don't really use it very often. I mainly just use it for when I'm trying to learn song lyrics. Yeah. Because I I need to actually read it and sing along at the same time. Otherwise, I 
Um, if the song is easy enough to learn, I'll just look up the lyrics on Spotify as I'm listening to it and 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 like learn it that way by listening to voiceover on my phone mm. saying the lyrics. Um, but it is definitely useful to have the braille note, especially because like for uni, there were songs in other languages that I had to learn. Oh, that's hard. Yeah. <laughs> so if I was to listen to voiceover, actually like speaking them out, um, I would just have to read it like by character rather than by word. Otherwise, I'd have no idea how to pronounce some of the words. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> You'll have to show me that digital Braille later on. I would love to see that. <laughs> yeah. If you've still got and, it around. And yeah. also Braille, like using the Braille note or just reading Braille in general is good for when I'm presenting Mm, like when I'm speeches. doing speeches. Yeah, oh, I would have thought so because I'm like, how yeah. else do you memorise that speech? <laughs> you got a great brain. <laughs> I can memorise songs, but when it comes to like speeches, nah. Nah, yeah, nah. especially when you know, it's your own like life that you're talking about too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So your debut original single is titled Love Left Behind. Yes. I really wanted to know, why did you want to release this song for as your debut like original track? Mm. And what was like the inspiration behind it all? Okay, so that song I actually co-wrote with my vocal coach, Roxanne Kylie. It's so funny. I know, I know her and her husband too. You like, know what a small them? world. How yes. do you know them? Uh, through a, a mutual friend. Um, went oh. out for coffee with like all of them one day. Yeah. Oh my Shout out goodness. to them. I haven't yeah seen them for probably three years. It was like way before COVID, but yeah have to try and get back in contact wow, with them. Wow, it's yeah. a small world. I love their little, their kids' books. It's so cute. Busy Izzy. Busy yep. Izzy, yes. They're still working really hard on that. Oh, good. They're like trying to turn it into a, like a, a TV show oh, and a should. stage production. They've actually done a few um, stage shows at different schools. Oh, cool. It's, Go check yeah. out Busy Izzy, guys. Busy Izzy I'll and put the friends. link below this video. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, you were saying, yes, co-wrote yeah, it with them. So I co-wrote it with Roxanne Kylie and Stephen Kylie, who's my piano teacher. I don't have regular lessons with them anymore. I haven't for a few years, but um, I used to when I was growing up. So like they were my first music teachers from when I was eight and a half. And I had regular lessons for about five years. And then after that, I still, I, 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 um, like I had lessons with them occasionally, maybe like once every couple of months if I had um, a major gig to prepare for, mm. um, things like that. I, I still do, so that's really good. But basically with this song, um, like I knew that I wanted to start songwriting. I just didn't know, um, like I didn't, <laughs> I didn't know where to start. I didn't yeah. have any ideas. And then John Clement, who used to run shows at the Seaforth Bowling Club, asked me to perform at one of them. And so I thought, okay, why not? Because I've never like performed in front of that particular audience. So he asked me to send him through the song list that I'll be doing, and I did. And then he sent me um, a message saying, oh, hi, Lara that sounds really good um but i've actually started writing these lyrics for a song that i'm hoping you could like perform and i thought oh, okay um 
Yeah. Um, so, so I had a look at the lyrics and I thought, yeah, there's an idea there. It's, it doesn't really seem like a finished kind of song to me, but I decided to show them to Roxanne and she said, oh, what are these lyrics? <laughs> and so it was basically like about someone who, who had a breakup and, um, like just about how they're like feeling really down and they're, they're trying to get over it. Mm. Um, and I thought, well, I mean, I don't relate to these lyrics cause I've never been in a relationship and I've never experienced what it's like to have a breakup, but you know what? I'll turn it into a song and I'll see how it goes. So Roxanne decided to help me with making those lyrics into Love Left Behind. Oh, that's beautiful. And she wanted me to get it recorded. So Stephen recorded me because he's got like a recording studio. Um, it's at their house actually. Oh, so cool. yeah, so we recorded that and they wanted to enter it into a songwriting competition. And then Roxanne was like, well, Lara, this is actually a pretty good song. Why don't you release it? And I was like, okay, okay, I <laughs> don't know. And that was the start of original songs. <laughs> yeah, it was. Because your second single, um, OK Cupid, I think I mentioned that the other day, yes, that you it was did. stuck you, in my head. You sang that I, you were listening to it I a love lot. it. I have added it Thanks. to my like songs on Spotify. Oh, thank you. It is a lot like poppier than, you know, your other than stuff. Than Love Left Behind. Yeah, and, and even some of the covers, the covers that you've done as well. You know, you've, you've done uh, Easy On Me by yeah. Adele and uh, Mary Did I Know by Pentatonix. Um, have you actually listened to the Pentatonix version? I've, I have. I love it. It. They're, they're it's gorgeous. it's so good like their Such harmonies are just like oh, it's goosebumps wow. yeah yeah <laughs> but yeah a lot more poppier than your other stuff did yeah. you have a lot of fun with that and are you kind of like wanting to do more of that in the future um yeah i definitely do like more upbeat songs so with okay cupid the way that that one came about was actually as a joke <laughs> <laughs> So I've never used OkCupid, okay but um, I had a couple of friends who did. And um, yeah, like they were saying, oh, um, yeah, I've got, uh, I've started using this app called OkCupid okay and I went on a couple of dates and I was like, oh, um, all right, well, if it's good, like maybe I should get OkCupid. Okay so <laughs> I, I went home and I was like explaining to my mom, um, about okay cupid because she hadn't even heard of it before so i said mum you know there's this app called okay cupid where like people can um like post some photos and um write things about themselves and like answer questions and i think it would be like a really good way for me to meet someone so i asked her if i should join and she was like no, but maybe you could write a song about it. <laughs> nice, mom. <laughs> so that's how that one came about. I didn't even want the lyrics to be like about me because it's not. Mm. But 
Um, I also co-wrote this song with Roxanne and she said, oh, Lara, just make it about you and how you're head over heels for this guy, <laughs> how you found him on OkCupid and you you just love him so much, blah, blah, blah. And like even recording it was actually so difficult because I couldn't get into that vibe. Yeah, that I was, the mindset of what it's like. Yeah, because yeah. I've never experienced it. Um, so I actually had three recording sessions to try and do it until she was finally happy with it. She's very, she's, <laughs> she's okay, <picky. laughs> don't get me wrong. She's a really good vocal coach, but she is very picky. Picky is good. That yeah. means you actually put a good product out, right? Yeah. I think, she, I think you, you're very, very blessed to have her in your life. <laughs> and even like you can listen to that OK Cupid song, even just by thinking about Cupid is like, can I say the mythical being or whatever? You yeah. Know, that, that, yeah, that was another the baby thing. with the arrows. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah, that's another thought we had when writing the song. Because that's actually what came to my mind when I first listened to the song. And mm. then, oh, yes, the app is called that too. Yeah. <laughs> that's really funny. Oh, it's good to hear the like, backstory. Actually, not long ago, so earlier this year, those two friends decided to make me an OK Cupid profile. <laughs> Um, but I haven't really used it. I haven't had the time, but I've gotten like so many notifications saying, oh, um, you have another like, you have another, you have a super like. Oh, super like. Oh, congrats. <laughs> <laughs> and like I got messages from people, but I couldn't actually see them because I had to get premium, which is $25. And uh, I thought, no, I'd rather, <laughs> I'd rather just meet someone in real life. Yeah. It hasn't happened yet, but I'm hopeful that it will. Have you gone on any dates? <laughs> not yet. Girl chat part of the interview. <laughs> I, I still have not been on a date before. That's all right. Hopefully I can set you up somehow. We'll, well, yeah, plenty of guys in the dance class. Yes, yes. That's another side note for the viewers. She is now starting our dance classes, yep. our Latin dance classes, doing some salsa Every Wednesday and some night. Yes. I've had two sessions and it's awesome. So she's having so much fun. How are you finding it? Is it, is it a bit intimidating when I say, you know, you've got about 20 people, 25 people around you? Um, <laughs> uh, I wouldn't say it's intimidating. Um, but like, it's definitely a different experience mm. because I've never really done partner dancing except for when I was in year nine at school. So I went to an all girls school and we had like guys from boys schools come and like, we had to do this night where we were doing like waltz tango, yeah, yeah, waltz. It was pretty awkward, I must say, because <laughs> some of the guys were so short. Oh, that doesn't help, does it? <laughs> and I didn't even know, like, what to say, but we were only with each one for, like, less than a minute. So it was fine. Yeah. But it kind of reminded me of that. But it's fun. Yeah. And everyone's very friendly at yeah, our studio, too. Yeah. They're all there to help you, which I love, especially having some of the intermediates there to help yeah. you out. But I've got to say, you've actually made me a better teacher, too. Really? Like, I didn't realize before you came in, like, you've given me a good challenge that I relied so much on people, like, watching me and kind of mimicking the move that I was doing instead of me actually explaining. explaining. Like, I would explain it, but not in the way not to the know, same extent to the same extent that i'm doing with you you mm. know like put your weight on your left foot 
and like you know what I mean turn yeah. your body to the right so thank you very much you may be a better teacher <laughs> oh that's awesome to hear yeah, yeah I'm so happy uh, there's always room for improvement as, as we said earlier as well in this day and age we're surrounded by technology and electricity all the time like our phones and laptops phone and radio towers wi-fi electric power lines and the appliances in our home do you know that these could be damaging your health because of the electromagnetic radiation coming off them when i found orgone effects though and bought their products i immediately noticed a difference i started sleeping better and was even calmer and not always high in adrenaline. Orgone Effects has over 20 years experience in developing products to neutralize the harmful effects of EMRs. I have six of their products myself now and I could not recommend them highly enough. These products last a lifetime too, so you only have to buy them once. Go check out their website, orgoneffectsaustralia.com.au. That is O-R-G-O-N-E effectsaustralia.com.au. And type in the coupon code RAVEITUP at checkout. Looking for the most comfortable and fashionable gym clothes around? Introducing Gym XO. They are an eco-friendly brand from the UK. Gymwear made from recycled materials. Pick from some really cute gym sets, tops, bottoms, and there are even options for curvy women. Get 30% off today with free shipping by using our discount code RAVEITUP30 at checkout. Go to gymxo.co.uk today. That is gymexo.co.uk. So I've obviously seen you perform live when we, we did meet at the Lisa Harnham Foundation fundraiser and yeah. also a fundraiser for the Community uh, Foundation of Northwestern North Sydney. Sydney. Look at that, she's memorised it. <laughs> and I don't know about you, even after like years of performing, I still get a little bit nervous, especially before going Oh, I stage. do too. So I still get nervous. I think a lot of people would have a bit, bit of bit of a preconceived idea that if you can't see the audience, you mustn't actually get nervous. But I was actually thinking about it. Does that make it worse? Does that make your nerves worse by not being able to see the audience? Um, well, I don't know. Like, I haven't really thought about it that way. Like, for me, it's just about, like, the kind of event that I'm performing at. So if it's, like, a really big venue and there's a lot of people, I do get nervous. And if it's... If it's like very formal, mm -hmm. um, then yeah, like I, I do feel a little bit nervous before going on stage. But if it's kind of just like a more chill, kind of laid back gig. Sort of like a wedding or something or, or are they even a bit intimidating? <laughs> no, uh, weddings are a bit intimidating, especially if it's at like the church ceremony. Oh, yes. Um, <laughs> Um, but yeah, like if I'm performing at like other gigs where it's more just for people to do networking and like mingle and mm. like eat and talk, that's fine. But when there's dead silence, it's literally... looking at you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That, that's a bit intimidating, but you do really well. I'm, I, I'm impressed with how well you do, especially... Thanks not being able to see everybody and knowing mm. kind of your spatial awareness of where you are. Like, yeah. I have a lot of respect for you. Thank you. I, I sort of just like generally pick up on the vibe 
like when I go to the gig, um, you know, I might like speak with the organizers beforehand, like just ask them a bit of information about like what the gig is like, what to expect, how, how big the stage is. And I sort of um, try and do like I have, I do a sound check usually mm. for most of my gigs. Sometimes I don't if it's just like a small one and if there's not really much time. But that sort of gives me a good idea of of like um, what to expect at a gig. Mm. And I guess from, from there I know whether I should be nervous or if, if it'll be fine. Yeah, hopefully yeah. it's just an adrenaline rush for you. <laughs> mm. Yeah. But it is actually a good thing to be nervous. I, I don't like how it feels, but... No, nobody does. <laughs> but it, like, it means that you care, so... Yeah, oh, I like the way you... How you phrase this. <laughs> <laughs> no, because someone actually told, told me that um, before, um, like, the week before I was meant to do my uni exam, um, I was sort of, like, having a chat with one of the teachers and I said, oh, I'm sort of freaking out about the exam. I'm a bit nervous. And she said, oh, you know what? It's because you care. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I actually do. <laughs> I have had another guest say that and they phrase it a different way that if he wasn't nervous, then it means he just doesn't care about it anymore. Or he's not putting mm. enough effort into it anymore. So phrased differently, but exactly the same thing and it's so true like i'm always like oh okay am i nervous okay good i still care about it still want to do a good product <laughs> you know yeah yeah <laughs> well many people find you an inspiration including me you know you're an amazing role model and you never let the fact that you're blind stop you from doing what you want to do and even like the dance class is a good example of that as well and i love that about you so I'd love to get deeper though now if that's okay. Yeah. Um, and talk about something that we, you know, all go through as humans from time to time. And I'm talking about our down days. You yeah. know those days when you get sad and frustrated and yes. things are really hard and yep. you may even forget about your why, you know, why you're doing things on this earth. And mm -hmm. You just want to stop everything and stay in bed and do nothing. <laughs> yeah, I've definitely had days like that. How do you look after your mental health, especially through days like that? Um... Well, to be honest, I mean, sometimes I just find it hard to be motivated. Like, um, you know, there would usually be a reason for me to get to that low point. But I guess what I do when that happens is, you know, I think, okay, what's the worst that's going to happen if I just continue, like, doing what I'm doing? Like, you know, if, if there's ever a time when I don't really feel like doing something, um, if I just think, oh, you know, I want to stay home and like not go to work today. Like, I just think, well, you know, if I get up and go, it'll be over before I know it. Yeah. So, yeah, like that, that's, that's how I try to think about things. It doesn't always work. Um, like I did have quite a few stressful things that happened this year with uni um, and placement. I won't really go into that, but it, it kind of made me a bit unmotivated, I guess. Yeah. I didn't know how to keep going and if like music therapy was even the right thing for me, 
like or if I should change my career choice but like luckily things improved and yeah so I guess like the main message that that I would say to people that feel down um, about anything is that you know if you're not really having a good day things do get better yeah it's just one day there's a whole nother tomorrow yeah right? yeah that's very true and I'm, I'm sure like even just listening to other people's music probably helps you as well for it's sure uplift you you know there's music for every type of mood yeah <laughs> love yeah. yeah well thank you so much for sharing that with us oh, today that's okay. uh, hopefully it brightens someone's day up today as well yeah i also find that going for walks with maxi helps yes i can and... hear him like walking around he's near the front door yeah <laughs> yeah oh and i go to the gym twice a week oh good so, for you yeah, yeah i have personal trainer sessions so that keeps me in shape and yeah, now the dancing will too, yeah especially to get into will. some harder moves yeah <laughs> So uh, there is something else I want to kind of get deep about today because, okay. you know, I, I do want to kind of open everyone's minds up today, yeah. whoever's watching or listening to the podcast, that we all unfortunately take things for granted, whether it's our sight or our hearing, even the ability to walk on our roof over our heads, things like that, food on our table. And I love that you're on the show today to kind of remind people that there's always something to be grateful for, right? Yeah. And kind of look at what you already have. Mm-hmm. And I think also that when people think about what it is like to be visually impaired or blind, there's a lot of stereotypes and I hate stereotypes. I'm sure you do too. So yeah. can you tell us today, what is kind of a day in your life like? Because I've always wanted to know, are you always on high alert and tense because people could come up to you at any moment and even startle you? Like I'm always very conscious of that. Oh. I don't want to just touch your arm just straight away because I'm like, oh my God, is she going to jump? I feel bad. <laughs> okay, so... I don't know if I'm always on high alert. I guess it depends on like the situation and, and the context. Mm -hmm. So like what I'm doing, like for example, if I'm at work, like I'm lucky that I've got a really good team. So like everyone at work knows that like they're, uh, basically they know how to guide me, um, how to, tell me that like I'm approaching a customer it's really good to have helpful people at work although you know sometimes like if I'm just randomly standing somewhere in the store they might like like a customer might come up to me and be like oh excuse me excuse me and I might not know that they're actually, actually talking, talking to, to me <laughs> yeah that's so it's it's pretty funny um, but and they like, think that you're ignoring them? I hope not. Yeah, or they might be like, oh, excuse me, do you work here? And then, like, if if no one else has answered, then I think, yep, they're talking to me. So I will answer and I'll be like, hey, yeah, how can I help you? And then, like, usually it's fine from there. So that's with work. Um, if I'm just, like, out in the community and walking, um, like, there aren't many routes like travel routes that I'm able to do independently yet like I'm trying I'm learning a few but I had to put my orientation and mobility sessions on hold for a while because of all my other commitments but yeah. I'll resume that next year but anyway on the routes that I do know um, sometimes people do stop me like when I was at Macquarie Uni 
there were quite a few students that would come up to me and be like, oh, hi, are you lost? And I'll just be like, um, actually, I'm fine, thanks. <laughs> like, I, I know where to go, but like, I can totally understand why people might think that I'm lost. Yeah. Because like, I might just look lost, even though like, I'm totally confident with knowing where I'm going. But, you know, sometimes I have been lost because at uni there's quite a few buildings. Um, yeah, I know Macquarie Uni. That was yeah, confusing, that place, <laughs> even for me. <laughs> it's very spread out. Like, the good thing is there's one main footpath mm. and then, like, the buildings are just on the sides and there's stairs to get up to them. Um, so, I like, I learnt the buildings where I needed to go specifically, but... Like there, there were a couple of times when I did get a bit lost and it was nice when people would approach me and be like, oh, do you need help? Mm. And I'm not even the kind of person that would just like naturally reach out and ask for help. But I guess it is something that I have had to learn to do. Yeah, especially, you want to be independent as much as you can. Yeah, right? yeah, especially in like the context of uni because some documents are not always put into an accessible format for me, mm. which means that like they're not screen reader friendly. Um, so they might have images in them or like text boxes. So they had to be converted. And I've had to advocate a lot for my needs. Like even at Western, um, where I'm doing the music therapy degree, um, like I, I've got a disability advisor and I had one at Macquarie. And when I was at school, I had a vision support teacher. So basically the vision support teacher helped out with a lot of um, like making sure the teachers knew what I needed, like in terms of documents, like how to format them correctly. Um, but when I started uni, I didn't have that support. So I had to learn to do that myself mm. and communicate with the disability advisor. Mm. And at least in the community, you know, you've got Maxwell and you got your stick as well. Which yeah, I think yeah, I've got my cane. Lot. Yeah. Yeah. So cane, when. Sorry, wrong, oh, <laughs> wrong <okay>. word. <laughs> no, no, it's all good. Everyone gets that confused. They call it a walking stick. Yeah, I know, I know it's not a walking <laughs> stick. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So I use my cane when I'm out in the community and I'm not using, I'm not walking with Maxwell. Like if, if it's a route that, um, that he's not familiar with, mm. but uh, I'm very lucky as well to have very good support workers from the NDIS that come and like drive me to places. Yeah. Um, they help me with like doing things like shopping they help with taking me to gigs and like unloading the car, like oh, my good. keyboard and amp, things like that really. Like it's it's just helpful. Mm. So it's the little things, but they really help, don't mm, they? Mm. And I really appreciate you kind of giving us a little look into your life today as well. Yeah. Kind of yeah. really open the eyes up of our of our viewers and mm -hmm. our listeners today. Oh, it's okay. And well, I really wanted to know as well, in case anybody watching, listening today, want to find out what you're up to in the future, go follow you on social media, where should we go? <laughs> okay, so 
I'm on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and Twitter. Although I don't really post on Twitter very much, but on Facebook and Instagram, you can find me at Lara Nackley Music. So it's L A R A N A K H L E Music. And on YouTube, just search Lara Nackley. Beautiful. I'll put all the links below the video as well for everyone cool. to go follow you straight away. That'll be awesome. Before we finish up today, Lara, would you like to play this game that I got you so excited yes, about? Yes, yes. <laughs> I've been waiting to hear what that's all about. So it's just a quick game. It's just a two-minute game. So nice and quick. Okay. But it is timed, okay? So okay. what your goal is is to answer as many questions in two minutes as possible. Mm -hmm. And then when we... We'll, at the end, we'll see where you sit on the leaderboard up against everyone else that's played the game on the show. Okay, okay. So to give you a bit of an idea, I know this is a ridiculous a number of questions. It was her second time playing it, but the top of the leaderboards answered 101 questions. Whoa! Okay, so are they like one-word answers? So it is a kind of, you pick your preference. So, okay. you know, it's questions like singing or dancing. You know, you might have to think about that right now. I know how much you love dancing now, so. I do. <laughs> or, it's you know, honestly so like fun. Or or cats or, yep. you know, cook or clean, things like that. So mm. you want to still give us a, your honest answer, but still yep. try to answer as quick as possible, yeah? Mm -hmm. um, the second on leaderboards answered 92. So they were very fast. Yeah. But, you know, if say if we were, you, know, you mentioned how many Zoom interviews I do. I do do them a lot. Top of that Zoom rev it up leaderboard board has answered 63 questions okay so we'll try to get you 63 how's that sound sounds At good least. i'll try my get best my stopwatch out uh here we go Are you ready lara i'm ready <laughs> let's do this okay uh, get rid of that paper clip here we go three two one facebook or instagram instagram iphone or samsung iphone apple or android apple rap or rock music um is neither an option? Yes. Okay, neither. <laughs> Pop or country? Pop. Cook or clean? Cook. Beach or mountains? Beach. Comedy or action? Comedy. Blondes or brunettes? Uh, blondes. Sweet or salty? Sweet. Mac or PC? Mac. Singing or dancing? Both. Dogs or cats? Dogs. Italian or Chinese food? Uh, Chinese. Summer or winter? Summer. Gen Jennifer Lopez or Scarlett Johansson? Um, uh, I don't know. Jennifer Lopez. Johnny Depp or Will Smith? Uh, Johnny Depp. Mall or online shopping? Uh, mall. Cinema or home movie? Um, uh, both. Ice cream or gelato? Gelato. Cake or cookies? Cookies. Coffee or tea? Tea. Christmas or your birthday? Uh, Christmas. Night or day? Day. Bus or train? Uh, bus. Straight or curly hair? Um, uh, straight. Eye color blue or brown? Blue. <laughs> Driver or passenger? Passenger. Texting or calling? Texting. Sydney or Melbourne? Both. <laughs> Friday or Saturday? Friday. TV or movies? TV. Movies or books? Uh, movies. Snow or surf? Snow. Dress or skirt? Dress. Harry Potter or Twilight? Twilight. Family Guy or The Simpsons? Uh, the Simpsons. Mer burger or pizza? Burger. Tomato sauce or barbecue sauce? Barbecue. Sneakers or thongs? Sneakers. Leather or denim? Uh, leather. City or country? City. Biting your nails or picking your nose? <laughs> Um, oh my gosh, uh, uh, neither. Pants or shorts? Shorts. Tattoos or piercings? Piercings. Backpack or suitcase? Backpack. Ice cream or chocolate? Chocolate. Pen or pencil? Pen. Mum or dad? Mum. <laughs> Headphones or speakers? Headphones. Book or magazine? Book. Photo or video? Video. Apple or orange? Apple. Fruit or vegetables? Fruit. Chocolate or strawberry? Chocolate. Chocolate, dark milk or white? 
milk. And we're out of time. <laughs> I love how I said mom or dad just as dad walks in. Oh, <laughs> he's walked out now. He's like, oh, he's, he's feeling sad now. Oh, no. <laughs> how many questions do you think you answered in that time, Lara? Um, I don't know. Maybe like 40. Oh, I'm happy to say more than that. Really? You've answered... 56 questions. Oh. So you are sitting, let me look, uh, number 32 on the whole Rave It Up leaderboard, but out of Zoom interviews, number five. So I know this isn't a Zoom interview, so, but. <laughs> so 32 all up. 32 how all many, up. How many have you played this game with? Uh, 168 people. Oh, well, that's kind <laughs> of not bad. Yeah. It's, it's not terrible. No, it's good. <laughs> You're definitely over half, so yeah. that's good. Yeah. yeah. When you when you put it in that perspective, it's better, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> well, we are unfortunately getting to the end of the interview now, Lara. This has been a lot of fun and great it to has. get to know you a little bit better. We've only ever really either been together with dance classes or we've been, you know, on on stage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, as a closing statement, it was probably the most important question here on Rave It Up. Knowing what you know now, what would you tell your 14-year-old self? Um, I would probably tell my 14 year old self that like, it's okay to have down days sometimes mm. and that, you know, things will get better and like to always believe in yourself and to like, keep having hope for the future. Yeah. I love that. It's good advice for all our young listeners too. <laughs> And thank you so much for coming on our show today, Lara. Oh, thanks so much for having me. I know we've been here for quite a long period of time, but I didn't want to stop you. You were giving us gold. Oh, thanks so much. You're welcome on any time, all right? I would love to have you on again in the future, especially if there's, you know, some... Do we know if there's a bit of, like, tour or album or anything coming up? Well, not in the near future, but I'm hoping to start working on writing songs for an album. Oh, awesome. Well, keep us up yeah, to date, okay? I definitely You're will. You're welcome on whenever that happens or even just for another huge girl chat. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Lara. Thanks, Lauren. And for our audience, make sure to go follow Lara. You can also even follow um, Brave It Up or even At Hills Latin Dancing if you want to get some updates on Lara's amazing dancing. <laughs> I'm sure Lara will probably post it as well. Thank you for listening. If you want to be the first to get every new episode, remember to subscribe to this podcast for free. Just search for Rave It Up on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and share it with your friends and tell us what you love the most and even let us know what you want to hear on this podcast. You can even check out the videos of our interviews on our YouTube channel, Rave It Up TV. And for more, visit our website, raveituptv.com. Now, before I leave you today, I just want you to remember that you are loved and you are beautiful. Bye.